Welcome, everybody. Welcome hey. to Tap Room Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Join with my guy, Swerving Irving, Washington, live from Los Angeles, California. Mr. Big Ball, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson, live from the Bay Area. I'm out well, here in Vegas. California. Definitely the better half of California, except for tonight because still LeBron James. Bro, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Better half of California. Sure. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn straight. Uh I love right. both. I love both places, man. I can't hate on either one. But um, man, huge show on deck tonight. I'm happy to be here. Thank you everybody for joining us. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. That's craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even have to leave your seat. And with that being said, now that we got that out of the way, let's head into the show. LeBron James breaks Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record. LeBron James now holds the record. Uh, we had to start with that. Obviously, this is our Super Bowl preview show part three, but a lot went down tonight. Uh, personally, I did not think this was going to happen tonight because the Lakers desperately needed this game because they're they're uh, fighting with the Oklahoma City Thunder for a playoff spot. Um, it looked early on that LeBron was dead set on breaking this record, and he sure did it. Yep. Um, what's your, Irving versus a Lakers fan? Um, what's your thoughts on 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 tonight, LeBron, and uh, just his overall legacy and everything? I thought he was going to do it against the Bucks, but he did it a game early. Um, wish they would have played some damn defense tonight, and he did it in a win, not a loss. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it sucks Anthony Davis got hurt because if the Lakers don't make another move to get somehow better because we we won't be title contenders with this roster. We'll be lucky to even make the damn playoffs, make the play-in, honestly. Um, if we can't move Russell Westbrook from some type of functional, better parts, then we probably won't make the playoffs. AD getting hurt really derailed, like, closed the title window a lot sooner than it was supposed to get closed. And getting Russell Westbrook pretty much ended our chances at getting another title. So I mean, Russell got a game tonight. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, he had a... He had the a box hard. score doesn't tell the whole story. Yeah. Um, 
He was terrible on the defensive end. Um, but uh, who wasn't terrible on the defensive end? He, al- he also had night. some. He also had some terrible turnovers. Yeah, terrible turnovers. Uh, yeah. And he missed like three or four layups. He smoked a couple easy layups. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think he should have never been in purple and gold, honestly. But that's neither here nor there. The main thing is LeBron has brought the Lakers back to relevance. Before we got him, even his first year, he was terrible. He got us a title. He got the scoring record. If he could somehow even will this team to the playoffs, that would be an amazing feat too. But he's pretty much he, – if he can – because he got two years left with the Lakers. If he could get some type of help and keep playing at anywhere near this level, with how wide open the West is, he could probably make another title run, honestly. If he does get another title, he could put himself up there with probably a top five or six Laker of all time. Agreed. Um, Ben, your thoughts as a LeBron hater? Uh, yeah, I mean, still, but still huge, huge, uh, you know, huge accomplishment. And to do it, you know, 40 years after the last person. And, you know, like you said, he's going to have at least two years with the Lakers, maybe – you know, three, four years left, maybe three years left in his career. Like he's going to get, you know, a couple, couple thousand more points and just drive this, like this record higher and higher. And to be honest, if it took 40 years to get there, it may take another 40 years to beat this record. If this record is, is ever broken again. Well, they're saying with the low management, this record will never be broken. They, yeah, they said with yeah. low management and the way guys are playing and sitting out games and not playing on a nightly basis like they used to, they said they expect this record to never be broken. Yeah, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll put it out there right now. I don't think this record will ever be broken again. Yeah. And um, you know, Ben lived with me for a little bit. He lived with me when uh LeBron came back from the three one deficit to beat his Warriors. So. He knows how obnoxious I can be when it comes to LeBron James. Uh, but, you know, what's crazy, man, is like, you know, I, I was in high school when LeBron was in high school. He was a year older than me. I don't mean to age myself. He's two years older than us. No, he's one year older than us. He graduated 03. We graduated 04. Um, 38. I graduated. You're turning 37, Ben, in a month. Or two months. Yeah. 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 He, he forgets how old he is. So, anyways, LeBron's a I'm year. Not, I knew I was 36, but LeBron's a year older than us. You know, here's about a birthday. I played basketball, right? And then this guy's on Sports Illustrated as a high school kid, and like, you know, obviously I knew he was better than me, but it's like, damn, like this kid's getting this much hype, and it's like that's crazy. Like, I don't think anybody's that that good to be called the chosen one. People are calling him better than he was going to be better than Magic Johnson, better than Michael Jordan, and like, I instantly had like this. Um, ill will towards LeBron right away because <laughs> you know he was like the same age as me and like they're calling him like the prodigy and all this stuff and it was crazy bro but you know immediately he has drafted and and I started having a liking towards him I was like man like this kid is like he's or not kid he's older than me. he's hella good bro like you know the fact that I don't think I think his story and the way his career played out like We've never seen a guy have the ex- expectations that he's had, and he's fulfilled every single thing and then some. Well, he, yeah, he actually he out he um he out uh, he outperformed his expectations by a by a wide mark. Like if you told me in two thousand three this guy was going to break Kareem's record, 
he was going to win four plus NBA titles, four MVPs, and he should have more MVPs if we're being completely honest with with ourselves. I'd be like, dude, you're fucking crazy, bro. Like that's that's a lot to put on a kid, right? <laughs> but here he is, and you know he's done all this, and at 38, he's still playing at a high level. He's still like a top five, top seven player in the league right now, and it's just it's been an incredible journey. Um, it's been amazing to watch, and and what really when I really, really started to like LeBron was after the finals in 2010, 2011, when they faced the the Mavericks and he kind of, he kind of hit into a shell and he didn't perform very well. The next year he comes out and has his best year of his career. And I was like, damn, dude, this dude, like very few guys. Yeah, that's when he embraced being a bad guy. Because at first he always wanted to be politically correct. He always wanted to do do what's best for others and not for himself. Yep. And outside of that, too, we're like he paved the way for the new generation to, you know, take control out of the GMs, take control out of the team's hands, and put it in your own hands. Yeah. Your he did. Your he GM, did. your executives, your team doesn't put good good players around you. Take it out. Wow. Go somewhere else where you can win. Yeah, another thing I'll give him credit for, too, is I don't know why, but for some reason, people are starting to think that Curry is on the same level as LeBron when it comes to well, he's a completely different type of player. Oh, he's talking about legacy. Legacy. Like, yeah. People started to think that Curry's legacy is comparable to LeBron's. No, it's not. Oh, there's nobody in the league right now whose legacy is comparable to LeBron. But, I mean, like, you know, Curry – He's probably at the tail end of his career. I don't know if he'll ever reach it. KD's obviously at the tail end of his career. I think there is some players that can, like, at least yeah, legacy-wise. probably wise. sit at the table with him, but yeah. they're not. Yeah, I mean. He's always going to have that head spot. They're not, oh. they're not on his level. There's going to be two people at the head of the head of the table. Yeah, and and I think that's a big thing, the the big GOAT debate. It all it all depends on your your generation of growing up. Because everyone who's in that younger generation who watched LeBron as a kid, even more so as a kid than we did, you know, being a year younger than him, like, they're going to see him as the greatest of all time. And that's where, like, I don't know if you can really debate who the greatest is because they never played each other, at least at their high levels. And, like, you never know what Jordan would have done in this time period. You never know what LeBron would have done in that time period. They both would have excelled, you know, and you never know what grew up. Will Chamberlain would have done in today's age. You yeah. never know. That's the thing. I, I I think you hit on a perfect point there, Ben. He's like, it's hard to talk about one greatest player of all time because every generation is different. Like, yeah. you know, the Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain generation, like, uh, and, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and stuff like, you know, Bill Russell was playing 18s. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was playing fucking milkmen. You know, they were <laughs> they had they had off-season jobs. And and that's not to that's not to hate on Bill Russell because I mean he was the yeah, greatest of his generation, you know what I mean? Like he was the best of the best. But it's like it's hard to judge generation by generation because you know, at the end of the day like you're right, they don't get to play each other. Yeah. But the fact that LeBron's done this over two decades, you know, He's really only in the conversation, like, if you actually think about it with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, they're the only guys that played that long. You know, Mike took his break um, for two years, and then he retired pretty early. And Michael Jordan's obviously, I mean, Ben, you know, Michael Jordan's my favorite player of all time. 
Yep. Um, I I think he's the greatest basketball player, but you know LeBron deserves to be in that conversation with him. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think it it not only is, I think a big difference is the level of athleticism, due to what we know now. Science changes exactly changes everything as well. Because if you put LeBron up, you know against, you know even Kareem, like LeBron's taking him. 99 out of 100 times because, uh, well, yeah but kareem because, had that skyhook dog yeah but because bodies are so much bigger guys are much more athletic like it just it it changes the game how each individual is played i'll say one thing and it's hard to say i'll say one thing a lot of ogs like people obviously older than me one two generations older than me always said kareem abdul jabbar was the best player they ever saw in their life right yeah. my grandpa always told me my grandpa's a lot older. What? Well, he's dead now, but would be was a lot older than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He always told me Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the best basketball player he ever saw. Yep. Like there wasn't any question about it. Yeah, he was so good in college that outlaw dunking. So I, I was gonna say, and and keep in mind, my grandpa went to USC, and yeah. Kareem went to UCLA. So he doesn't want to like a UCLA guy. Yeah. Um, but he was also a Laker fan, so I guess there's some kind of bias there. But every generation just likes different players, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, it's just crazy, bro. It's uh it's awesome that we got to see this, dude. Because this this is a record that will never be broken again. Yeah. So I'm I'm stoked to be here. I'm I'm stoked for LeBron. You know, I'm LeBron- also surprised it it took forty years. Like, I didn't think Kareem well, was playing. Like, if, I if, didn't think that duration between was forty years. It just shows our age. Well, if, I mean, if Mike didn't take his break, yeah, he probably breaks a record, to be honest. But you know, he did, yeah, and that—that's just what happened. We could debate why it happened or what happened and all that shit. There's a lot of conspiracies and yeah, stuff. There's a whole bunch it. of conspiracy theories <laughs> out there. Yeah, yeah. going down that right yeah. hole. So, because uh, after I saw one, I was like, "Bro, I'm never listening to this shit again." There's like six. Yeah, it was this one dude. He um, his name is Michael Franchise or Frank, whatever his name is. Before you go, before you go forward, is he racist? Um, he he's Italian. He was in a mob, so it's highly likely. (laughs) But um, uh, he said I have it on good word that Michael was forced to take a break or semi-retire because. It was going to be a big investigation. He was going to get suspended because of his gambling mm-hmm. and that his gambling has something to do with his dad's death. I mean, the the thing is, like, we'll never gambling. know. I didn't hear about the death. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, like, there's always been these rumors that his dad got shot and killed because he owed some people money. Because you got to keep in mind, when, when, when this happened, gambling was basically illegal everywhere except for mm-hmm. Atlantic City, and Mississippi, in Vegas. and Vegas. Yeah. Those were the yep. only three places gambling was legal. So, but we we don't we're not going down that rabbit hole. Yeah, but you know, Michael plays those two years. He probably break he probably breaks the record. Uh, you know, LeBron might break the record after that because LeBron has played at a high level for twenty years. You know what I mean? Yep. And I don't know if we'll ever see a player do that again. Yeah, ever. Yep. Um, it's it's interesting to me though before we move on that he like, he really forced 
breaking this record tonight. You know, I felt like he tried so hard to break this record tonight and the trade deadlines on Thursday. Okay. You know, maybe well, he wanted you, to you break need to win the game. <laughs> yeah, well maybe he wanted to break the record and then get traded. Um Conspiracy theory. Lakers are not trading LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if he has to be traded? He's not going to actually be traded, bro. Bro, he wants to win. He's been very clear about it. I know. I understand he wants to win, but who who let's go put a, together a package in three days to trade for LeBron James? Two days, but well, yeah. I think a lot, uh, of, teams a lot of teams would. A lot of teams would. If I'm the Bucks, if I'm the Bucks, dude, I'm trading Chris Middleton, and uh, or I'm trading Drew Holiday and like picks for the next five years for LeBron James, because that guarantees us a title this year. I think it would be a completely different story if Kyrie went down to L.A. Oh, absolutely, dude, and and if uh, you listen to Kyrie's press conference today after practice for the Dallas Mavericks, he he literally. He basically said, I don't want to be here, but this is where yeah. I'm at. But he didn't say it in those words, you know what I mean? But uh Well, do you see what they, they asked for? Who? Brooklyn asked for from uh from well, LA for that. There's a lot of he said she said. Okay. So there's that rumor of uh what they asked for, and then there's also, you know, other insiders are saying, Well, the Lakers never even countered after they after the Nets turned down Westbrook in uh and two first round picks. So it's a lot of he said, she said. It basically is like, who do you believe yeah. at this point? Because, I mean, like, the Mavericks got him for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a first-round pick, and a second-round pick. Like, you're telling me you couldn't make a package better than that? I find it very hard to believe. No, nah, he wasn't. The owner, they came out and said that the owner was not letting him go to L.A. So no, well, matter, but- what, no matter what the Lakers offered – they was not accepting that trade. Are you going to give that up for a rental? He would have re-signed uh, with the Lakers, though. He would have re-signed with the Lakers because the Lakers it was his number one yeah. preferred destination. And it still might be because well, he said no LA. There's no guarantee that he's going to re-sign with the uh with the uh Mavericks. He already yeah. made that clear. Yeah. No, he basically said in that press conference today that he uh doesn't he's, he's he basically just said I'm here I'm here to give my checks <laughs> basically they they literally the asked him like what they asked him what would have what could have been with LeBron and he like went down memory lane and shit and he's like but <laughs> you know I'm here so <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do what I gotta do uh anyways man it's gonna be interesting uh trade deadline coming up LeBron breaks the record. Uh, now the Milwaukee Bucks can murder the Lakers on Thursday without any uh, interruptions, so that'll be nice. I was really hoping, though, that LeBron was going to break the record and Giannis was going to be there to give him a, a dap him up and stuff. You know, so That kind of breaks my heart a little bit, <laughs> tad bit. Anyways, let's move on to the Super Bowl, baby. Super Bowl Tuesday. 57. It is Tuesday, or I'm glad you glad you know that. Fucking only Tuesday, Jesus Christ. We got a whole week, baby, and I uh it's gonna be a beautiful week leading up to the Super Bowl, man. I cannot wait for this fucking game. And tomorrow is hump day. Um, there you go. 
We got the lip. There we go. In my turn. Since Sunday, since we talked about the game, we still, at most books, the line is still the same. It has not moved. It's still at one and a half. You there? I have seen some twos pop up though. Um. So obviously, if you're waiting on like three to get here, it's not getting here. If you want to bet on the Chiefs, which kind of leads me to believe, gentlemen, that uh, you know, there's. There's all this money coming, or all these tickets coming in on the Eagles, and this line isn't moving at all. Which means that there's money subsidizing the other side. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Have you guys changed your mind on the game? Because we haven't picked a side. We haven't picked a total yet. We've only stuck to crazy yes, props and stuff. I have. I'm still on the... <laughs> still, I'm, I'm with Brandon Ayuk. I knew you were in the mortgage, man. I knew you were going to say that. Bet the mortgage. You're still saying bet the mortgage on the on the Chiefs. Yep. What do you think, Irv? Have you changed at all? Are you still? Nah, I think it's going to be a great game. It's just this Super Bowl reminds me too much of the Niners versus the Chiefs. Yep. A couple years ago, well, right before the pandemic, that was 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Also, um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is supposed to be available for this game, too. He is, yeah. Oh, damn. Yep. McCole Hardman is out. But yeah, Hilaire McCole Hardman is, is out. He's not going to play, but. Uh, well, Valdez Scanlon is fast enough and will make them respect and be able to take the top off the defense. So they won't be able to sit on routes with him. Uh, Juju is more of a possession guy now. They're probably going to try to bracket Kelsey and try to take him out the game as much as they can. But the Eagles play a lot of zone, and he kills zone coverages. So he knows how to find his spots. He finds Green's grass in zone. So it's going to be interesting to see what type of game plan they come up with for Tyreek Hill. Are they going to play him man? Are they going to try to bracket him? Or are they just going to try to, you know, uh, put as much attention on him as possible to try to make other guys beat him? But if they do that, that means other guys are going to have to make one-on-one plays. And Hardman, McKinnon, Pacheco, Edwards-Alaire, y'all said he's going to be available. They can make plays. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Very interesting to watch. I agree. And all the talk all week has really been about the Chiefs' deficiencies. But no one's talking about... You know, Lane Johnson still being banged up with that groin injury. No one's talking about Landon Dickerson being banged up on the offensive lineup for the Eagles. It's it's only about the the Chiefs and, and their injuries and their deficiencies, you know what I mean? And you know, the Eagles are the sixth ranked offense, first or uh I'm sorry, sixth ranked defense, top five offense, the Chiefs seventeenth on defense, first ranked offense. You know, best passing game in the league is the Chiefs. Best pass defense is the Eagles. But it's like at the have end, of they, the- but it, I get I get it. They got the best pass defense, but have they faced the offense like the Chiefs? No. Let's go, y'all. That's what I'm talking about, Irv. That's they the kind of fucking content the world needs. Is because we talked about this earlier. Who's the best quarterback they faced? Kirk Cousins. No, they Josh face, Johnson. They face Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. 
That's about it. But that was like before Aaron Rodgers and the Packers started gaining yeah. momentum and getting shit exactly. going. And then you got to remember, they got lit up by Jared Goff. They got lit up by Aaron Rodgers, too, in mm-hmm. the Packers. You know before what I mean? He, yeah, before he they just going off. They just scored a lot of points, you know, because the Packers couldn't stop. They were, the Packers gave up like nine yards per rush, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can't win yeah, a game so, like that. Yeah, I get like, it. I'm not here to say that the Eagles don't have a good defense. But one more, one more thing, one more thing, too. We also aren't keeping into consideration how healthy Jalen Hurts is. That's true, too. That shoulder is not 100%. But how do, what do we know about him having two weeks off? It's definitely going to be better than what he did against San Francisco. But he did not look good whatsoever. He hasn't looked good the last two games, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they, the Eagles haven't been challenged. Mahomes' ankle has two weeks to get better, too. That Yeah. I saw a bunch of people uh, analyzing how he was walking off the airplane. <laughs> oh, he, he looks he good walking off the airplane. Five days, yeah. No, they were saying, like, he looks good. Like, you know, well, yeah, walking no, down no, stairs he, usually if you have a bad ankle is, like, tough. Yeah, and he still has five days. So yeah, this game, man, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to say it, but I think it's going to be high scoring, and I think – if Hurts or anybody on that Eagles offense makes a mistake or a turnover and Mahomes capitalize it off of it, I don't think the Eagles offense is going to be able to win in a shootout against the uh, Chiefs. Yep, 100% agree. They're not going to get short field like they got last week. They have a much more mobile – they're going up against a much more mobile quarterback against Mahomes than they did last week with either Purdy or Johnson. And Mahomes is a better arm than – Again, any QB that they've played against all year. I'd say Mahomes is probably more mobile than any QB that they played all year. That's a lie. Um, Who? Kyler Murray. Did was Kyler did Kyler play that game? Yeah, and I was about to I was about to add, I was about to say uh, he almost led a comeback in that second half. Yeah, yeah. they they would have won honestly they, one of his better games of the year. They would have won that game if their kicker was healthy. They had a backup kicker, and they missed a. He missed two field goals, which cost him the game, and an extra point. Yeah, I was about to ask you guys the two quarterbacks that have the highest EPA against them, so expected predicted points added. Taylor Heineke in that game they won on Monday night, Washington Commanders, and Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray is just a midget version of Patrick Mahomes, maybe more athletic. But say a little more mobile than Kyler and Kyler probably aside from Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray probably has the second best arm in football, especially on the run. Irv, you would agree with that, right? No, you're lying to yourself. Who's better? Oh, Josh Allen. Sorry, Josh Allen. Uncle Rico, he could throw a ball over the mountain. That's true. Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. Patrick Mahomes, probably the two, the three best quarterbacks. Yeah, being able no, to throw honestly, on the run. I think on the run, I think Mur- Kyler Murray has a better arm than Josh Allen because if you watch that throw he threw to DeAndre Hopkins for that game winning three on one catch on the Bill against the Bills, that, that was against the Bills too. Huh? Mm-hmm. That shit was on the money. It's not, only other quarterback I think could even Andy was running that. to his left. He was running to his left, too. Only other quarterback I think it if even attempt to make that kind of throw is my homeboy. So. Okay, the, the ignorant football fan here, would you put Burrow in that 
situation because he's always fucking on the run because his uh, offensive line is Burrow's he has a good arm outside the pocket, not an exceptional arm. Okay. His arm is more... Joe Burrow is like a reincarnation of Joe Montana. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say reincarnation of uh, Peyton Manning. Nah. He's, I, people underrate Peyton Manning's arm strength. Peyton Manning had a fucking cannon. Well, I just said he had that, a reincarnation of... The only difference between him and Manning is he has more athleticism than Peyton Manning. But I think they're well, both he's not like... As tall. Man, it was like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. I mean, Burrow's like 6'5". No, he's not. He's like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, I'm on it. That's still tall, dude. I know, but it ain't tall as damn Peyton Manning. The thing that makes Joe Burrow great, though, is he's good at getting Burrow the ball out six, fast. 6'4". He's, he's good at getting the ball out oh, fast shit, because he can, he, rec- that tall. he can recognize coverages. Manning, That's a 6'5". Yeah. And the thing with Burrow, he's in, he anticipates his throws real good, too. That's... He, that's why he reminds me of Joe Montana. Like you never see him like just completely miss a throw. Like his throws are pretty much his ball placement, his accuracy. Yeah, he's he's is, nice, bro. Is is elite. That's what makes Joe Burrow such a guy. How did Dwayne play. Haskins get the starting job over him at Ohio and State? And he's sneaky athletic. Um, because Urban Meyer uh believes that his quarterback should be able to move around. And I guess Joe Burrow wasn't good at in practice. He's not really a great practice player. He's more of a gamer, so that's why he left Ohio State. And plus, you're not going to bench a dude that just threw 50 touchdown passes. So, gamer. So Montana six two, Burrow six four, uh, Manning six five. Yeah, dude, Manning not even that tall, bro. He's not that. Tall. Says the guy who's six foot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like stand, compared to like six to four, dude, six, taller than you. And you six five, six four, dude. It's not even that big of a difference, well, dude. It's if, one inch. If, if they're listed Burrow at six four, he's probably like six three, six two. Fuck out of here. He's, he's six four with his cleats on. All right, let's. Peyton Manning is legit six five. I met him on two separate occasions. You just said he was like six six, six seven. No, I said six five six six. Oh, before dude, before we move into these props, though, I gotta ask you, Irv. Um, Sean Payton introductory press press conference gets asked about Russell Wilson and the uh, his personal coaches, and I guess his personal office he has. He has his own office at the. No, he didn't. He that's cap. He never had a. But thing that people didn't like is he had more assigned parking spots than each player is allotted because he's the quarterback and. He had a personal, like, uh, masseuse. Like, his personal training staff had access to the to the Broncos facilities and the and, uh, the stadium and all that good shit, even, even when, like, during the season and all that. And he already came out and said that shit is not happening going forward. Yeah, so Sean Payton, for those that didn't hear it, basically said that's foreign to him and that it's mm-hmm. not going to be allowed. Uh, Sean Payton getting $20 million a year. Highest paid coach in the NFL. Obviously, the only reason why he took the job. Yeah, you're not going to tell. Sean Payton is going to run his show. Um, and I, even even George Patton, our GM, is going to be second to Sean Payton when it comes to building decision. roster and yep. roster personnel decisions. Because Sean Payton is just like Bill Belichick. He's going to run every inch of his program the way he wants to run it. And it also came out too that he didn't want the Cardinals job because of Kyler Murray. I don't know how true that is, but well, I, 
I can I, understand why. You know, I I texted you and I was like, "Damn, Brian Flores turned it down." Turns out he didn't turn it down. The Cardinals told him they were moving off. They were they weren't going to hire him as the head coach. He took the Vikings job. I personally, personally, you know, Sean Payton can come out and say like he didn't want the Cardinals job. I I guarantee you the Cardinals, a they weren't paying him twenty million dollars a year. I could I I can guarantee you that as a Cardinals fan, that that was not going to happen. You know, I I've been saying that for the last three months, dude. And they weren't going to give up draft capital for a coach. It it just wasn't going to happen on top of paying a guy twenty million. So he he could say whatever he wants, or the rumors can say whatever they want. I can tell you right now, the Cardinals weren't going to do that. So whether he didn't want the job or the Cardinals didn't want to do that, I'm more so on the side of the Cardinals. There's zero chance they were giving that guy $20 million. Zero chance. Yeah, but I think they fucked up not hiring Byron Flores. Maybe. I mean, that's the guy I wanted, but. Who else is out there? Kafka. Stibchen, Kafka, like who are they gonna hire? Well, I like Kafka. I mean, look what he did with Daniel Jones, dude. Well, you gotta give most of that to Dabble, though. I mean, Kafka was OC. Uh, we'll see. It's, we'll see it next. De- we'll see I next think, year. Well, yeah, it all depends on Kyler, man. If he comes on with his boots strapped up and race and ready to get to work, the Cardinals could be a playoff contender. I don't think so. Uh, I'm so they got draft capital. They got money to spend in free agency. If they retool this roster the right way, they'll be all right. And if they do trade Devontae, um, what the fuck, Devontae? Uh, if they trade uh, Hopkins, um, they're getting a first or a second for him. So, yeah, I do like that. Like JJ Watts coming out on national shows and stuff and saying, like, you know, Dan Patrick asking him, like, Oh, like Kyler seems like not a good leader, and JJ Watts like coming to bat for Kyler, even though JJ Watts not in that locker room no more. You know what I mean? He's saying like, "Bro, Kyler comes to work every day, ready to work, doing his thing." You know what I mean? Like he gets a lot of outside hate, but basically he's like putting a lot of blame on the coaching staff. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. I've, I mean, my my emotional ties to the Cardinals are like basically fucking in flames dude like i could really care less what happens michael bidwell is a, you know i thought he was better than his his dad and i thought they were turning the corner but it just seems to be the same fucking thing dude like they're gonna end up with a cap they're gonna end up with like kafka or uh lou amarillo who i think is a great coach the Bengals dc right that's basically their last two guys and they could both be Fine head coaches, right? But it's like, in my opinion, it's like they're going for, like, the two cheapest guys available. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the two guys are going to cost them the less, the least oh, amount. Shit. And that's been the problem with the Cardinals forever, dude. And Yeah, it's kind of, kind of remind me. I kind of remind me of the Bengals before they got Joe Burrow. Yeah. And here, here the Cardinals are, and it is what it is. But anyways... Let's move on to the Super Bowl now. Uh, I'm almost done with my fucking 20-ounce beer before uh, we get to the main part of the show. You're going to have to get another beer, Ben. Going to have to get another one. Um, I mean, there was just so much going on, dude. It's like I wasn't planning on LeBron breaking the record tonight. I truly wasn't. I didn't think it was going to happen. 
Um, but let's move on to, uh, so we got player props tonight. We went through some exotic props on Sunday. We went through the game on Sunday. We kind of talked about the game today. I'll be going live on Saturday talking about the game more Saturday night. Irv, I don't know if you're, are you going to join me? Saturday night. Oh, my chip malfunctioned for a second. But, uh, yeah, I should be I should be available. So, Irv will be on with me. Ben won't. I got dinner. We'll see what time I, I get back, though. We might have a special guest. It's all depending on if his wife goes into labor or not. So, we're waiting on that, that to happen. One. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, let's hop into some some uh, props. Let's start with passing props for quarterbacks. Um, So, pass TDs. Jalen Hurts over under one and a half. The over is at... Minus 110, under at minus 120. Patrick Mahomes, over 1.5, minus 220, under 1.5, plus 180. What do you guys well, think? Mahomes here? is definitely not throwing less than 1.5, so. Well, his odds basically say that he's not yeah, throwing less than 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> so, why, now why hasn't that jumped to 2.5? Uh, because that's, then you would have to bring the numbers down. So, like, Based on where the price is at now, so two and a half for Mahomes would be like plus one, like one ten. Twenty five plus one ten, but still, Mahomes is capable of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's too capable, capable of it. Yeah, shit, he might throw three or four. So yeah, so that's why it's yeah, at I, one and a half. Yeah, I'd go with both over to be honest, because I think I think Jalen's gonna have to throw the ball. You know, yeah, to, because to keep up with, uh, with the Chiefs' and, defense, Spags is their DC, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's going to try to take away what you do best. And we all know the run game is the bread and butter for the Eagles. So I think this game is going to be more dependent on Jalen Hurts' arm than his legs for sure. Because even when because when Jalen Hurts breaks the pocket, he don't look downfield to throw. He he's a runner basically. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's going to be a, a, oh, an over here. What are you doing? And uh, it, just because they're going to stop that run. And to be honest, I don't think he's going to get a rushing touchdown this this game. Um, Who, Hurts or Mahomes? Hurts. I think they're going to drop it off to um, you know Goddard down low. I just don't think they'll be at the at the goal line. I think they're going to be getting those touchdowns You know, at the 5, at the, the 10. Still in the red zone, but you know, a, a little bit deeper. Yeah, I like, I, I, I'm i not going to lie to you guys. I like a lot of Jalen Hurts under props mm-hmm. only because I don't know how healthy his arm is. Yep. You know, because he did hurt his sh- throwing shoulder and that doesn't just heal in a month, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's been throwing the ball and playing with a hurt shoulder, right? So I don't know how healthy he is. He hasn't been tested. So we, we really don't know yet. Um, however, I do like the over in the, the total in the game over 50 and a half. So I am leaning more towards, um, over props in mm-hmm. a sense, but not passing props for the Eagles. You know, yeah. I, I could very well see the Eagles being up in the first half and, and winning the first half, which I think is important for them to win the game. However, Patrick Mahomes is on that other side of the foot of the of the ball. And I, I at the end of the day, I think this is gonna be a high scoring game. I think it's going over the total. 
but I don't think Jalen Hurts goes over one and a half passing touchdowns. And I also don't like his over yards. No, I don't like his over yards either. What's his over yards? Uh, four or sorry, uh, two forty one and a half. Oh, you seen two ninety? I see two forty one, Ben. Uh, hold on, hold on. Hold Mahomes on. is two ninety four. Okay, maybe I'm just switching things up right now. Passing yards two forty one and a half. Yeah, I like the under there. Yeah, I still like the under there. Uh, same thing for the shoulder and. You know, they, they haven't gone against it. I mean, I think they are going to have to throw the ball more because I think the offense of I think Kansas they're – but, Ben, is, I think they're only going to have to throw the ball more if they're playing from behind. Now, do you think they're going to be playing from behind? I do think they're going to be playing from behind. So, if, I, they if you think – They didn't have to do that, so, this, you know, the first two games, but I think this is where things are going to change change up. So, Ben, if you think they're going to be playing from behind, then you want to take Jalen Hurts props over, throwing at least, and you want to take receiver props over – uh, you know, I, I, I understand that, but I think 241 from where he, where he was during the season and during his playoff. I mean, he hasn't thrown for over 200 still, yards in the playoffs. No, he hasn't thrown. No, his average in the playoffs is 137 and a half, but during the, the regular season, it was at 246.7 and that's with a healthy shoulder, you know, against teams where they haven't really been down too often. Oh, they haven't been down at all. They've only yeah, been down so, four times a whole year, and they've only been down twice with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, so I, I do think that they're going to have to throw the ball, but his shoulder is is what's keeping me from from going the over here. I agree. We saw it last week. He could not throw the ball over, you know, 10, 15 yards. Other than that that first throw to Devontae, which wasn't a catch. It wasn't a catch. Yep. It, like, he could not throw which the I'll, ball far. I'll get into later. Yeah. Um, so... I, I, I agree I'm, with you. but I, I'm under on his. I do think that the Eagles are going to – I think it's going to be pretty head-to-head head head throughout the entire game. I think these two teams are pretty close, which is why I, I like the prop under um, – or I'm sorry, uh, uh, team to score three or more touchdowns or lead by three or more scores. I like the under in that. So I, I think this game is going to be pretty close. If there was a team that was going to be leading ahead, I would think it's going to be the Eagles um, because the Chiefs tend to get off to slow starts. This year, not so much, but historically, with Patrick Mahomes, they do. And the thing is, though, is like if the Eagles get behind, it's a wrap. If the Chiefs get behind, it's not a wrap because of who's playing quarterback number 15 um so i i think that the game plans for both teams are gonna be very different and the chiefs or the eagles have to establish the run because that's their bread and butter you know they gotta they gotta get down on the run um chiefs defense dvoa against the run 15th 20th against the pass, but again, to your point, Ben, which we've been talking about, Jalen Hurts' shoulder, I just, I'm, I'm not there yet, which is why I like the under in his pass yards. Because he mm-hmm. could very well pass for 200, and this could still go over and uh, still be a, a very close game. Irv, what do you think about the uh, over under pass yards for both quarterbacks? Patrick Mahomes yeah. over under 294 and a half, uh, both at minus 115 on DraftKings. This is on DraftKings Sportsbook, by the way. We're going off DraftKings because it's a national book um you could shop around for better numbers jalen hurts over under 241 and a half the over uh plus money at 105 
under 241.5, minus 135. Yeah, the only way I see Jalen Hurts going over if they're down 10-plus in the second half, they have to throw the ball. But Mahomes, if the if the Chiefs are winning, it's going to be because of Mahomes' arm, so I definitely like his over. Um, if I was to bet Jalen Smiths, I would go under because, like y'all said, he hasn't been forced to throw the ball consistently this playoffs, and, and when he has thrown the ball, it hasn't looked good. Even that throw to Smith that was the catch-non-catch, Smith had to make a hell of a play. He went up with one arm, with one hand, and caught the ball, so... See, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Patty under. I think. Uh, I, I think we're going to see Andy Reid throw some magic out there and actually fucking run the ball, because that's not what they're expecting, and they're gonna have to do something different to go against this this defense. I actually and, agree with Ben, dude. <laughs> and, and you have to, you have to have that run threat and that passing threat. Yeah, because play action really does help. But the thing about it is, like you, like Jordan brought up, pre, uh, pre-snap movement, the Eagles aren't great against that. And if somebody see and if and if Jordan pointed that out, Andy Reid's definitely going to figure that shit out and throw a lot of pre-snap movement at them and put people in places that they're not going to be used to seeing them. Well, I think that goes in. I go, I think that goes in handle with with running the football though, Irv, because the prop for the uh, Chiefs is over under four and a half uh, ball carriers. Yeah, they probably definitely run some reverses, some 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 quick, uh, some uh, some wide receiver, um, you know, little handoffs to the wide receiver. Yep. Pacheco might line up at wide receiver and run back across the formation and take a handoff. But that's what Should I'm saying, happen? like. I, I, I agree with Ben. I think there's going to be more running because the, the Eagles, their one weakness, 21st DVOA against a run. Yeah, but then if they, but yeah, I think if the Chiefs start running the ball, that's going to really open up the pass game for Mahomes. So, exactly. I'll definitely take that over. Uh, I think, I think I the think over 294 is, uh, I mean, I, I have no play on, on Mahomes because I think it's like pretty fair. I think it's yeah. a pretty solid number. And Mahomes over the season averaging 308, so a little less than what we see over the season, but his postseason is at 260. All right, let's let's talk about completions. Over under 20 and a half for Jalen Hurts. Over 20 and a half at minus 130, yet they think he's going under 241 and a half. Uh under 20 and a half pass attempts. Or completions, I'm sorry, completions at plus 100. Patrick Mahomes over 20, 25 and a half minus 130, under 25 and a half plus 100. How many passes did Hurts complete against the Niners? Not like probably 14, <laughs> if uh, that. Hertz I don't even know. Against... I'm guessing probably 14. Uh, sorry, pulling it up right now. If he does go over, fifteen and twenty-five. Be, yeah, if he does go over, it's not going to be by much. I think he'll probably complete 20, 22, 21, 22 mo at at the most. So what but about highest? Let me look it up. But I think his highest um, completions for the year is like twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Yeah, I don't. He doesn't throw the ball all that much, dude. I know that's what I'm saying because they so 
damn dominant in the run game. So yeah, when they, they when he does behind. have a big passing game, just like fifty five yard chunks. Yeah, his most completions this year, he did 26 twice against Arizona and against Minnesota. So 20, how many times has he gone over 20, though, Irv? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. Yeah, seven see, times out over... of 14 games he played? 50%? Uh, No, he did. No, wait, his highest, he went 29 for 39 for 380 against Tennessee. And the Chiefs? Uh, 20th against the pass, though. But we got to we got to factor in his shoulder. Yeah, and that's why I think it's dink and dunk. He he played in 15 games. I think seven seven of those games he went over 20 completions. But yeah, like you said, that's when he was healthy. He's clearly not 100 percent right now. And the Chiefs' pass rush have been has been is going up at least two notches in these playoffs. Facts. Big facts. And add on top of that, Lane Johnson and uh, Dickerson not healthy. Yeah. You might see Jones on them long third and eights. They get, if if Philly gets into any long third downs, I think they're going to put Jones on the edge and let him rush the passer. Bro, Irv, I'm telling you, bro, people are not factoring in these Injuries for the Eagles, dude. They're only factoring in the the injuries for the Chiefs. And I get it, dude. Like, Because if Dickerson and Lane is hobbled, that's going to really affect their run game. Well, it's really going to affect their pass the rush. Too. It's really going to affect the pass rush. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think the, the key thing in this game, if you're, the, if you're an Eagles backer, if you back the Eagles, you need the Eagles to jump out to a lead. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, cannot they don't be jump playing from the lead, then this game. You cannot be playing from behind, bro. At yeah, all. Yeah, because they're not a team built to play from behind. They're built to play with a lead. They remind me of the Ravens. Well, their quarterback is built to play from ahead. Yeah, definitely. There's only one Patrick Mahomes. There's only a few guys on that level, dude. That's why I'm leaning Chiefs. And one of them is Kyler Murray. All right, so uh, Ben, you like over under Mahomes pass attempts? You like either of them? I like over or completions under or uh, Mahomes. Under for Mahomes pass completions? Yeah, I'm going under for Mahomes because uh, I think they're going to run the ball more. I think they have to run the ball more. Interesting strategy here by Benjamin. I like it. I like it. I mean, I've I've looked at the numbers too. I mean, you know, he's had 25 and a half completions over his first two games. They haven't run the ball as much over the first two games. I think they, again, I just, I think they need to run the ball more to, to knock down the schemes of what Philly has been you know, planning for for these two weeks, and Andy well, Reid needs to do something different. Keep in mind what what Irv said about the zone coverage. Is the yeah. Eagles the Eagles play a lot of zone, which mm-hmm. benefits the Chiefs passing game because they have a lot of zone breakers. That's like that's what they like to do. I think it's gonna be close, but I'm still gonna go under. And I and I agree with you. Like they need to run the ball to be effective, right? 
Mm-hmm. I do agree with that. Um, all right, let's go interceptions. Over, under, a half for each. Did Mahomes throw any against the Bengals? Nope. nope. He hasn't thrown any in the playoffs. But he yeah. is over half is minus 115. Jalen Hurts over a half is plus 105. I actually like Jalen Hurts over mm-hmm. half of the interception. He hasn't thrown any interceptions. And, you know, I figured, well, they didn't have to throw the ball much last week. Again, I think he's he should have had two interceptions more. last week. The Niners dropped yep. two. Yep. I think he's going to have to throw the ball a little bit more, which would – with a bad shoulder is going to equate to that. Do interceptions count as a completion? No, no dude. What the no, fuck? I mean, technically, it's a completion. Hey, completion of the other team. team. <laughs> Still caught it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, a, that's an incompletion, technically. But a, what do you like, Irv? Over under a half for either quarterback. Um. Yeah. Uh, if if Mahomes throws a pick, it's gonna be like on a tip ball or something that I don't think would actually be his fault or like a, a out of his control. A, yeah, maybe an overthrow. But like Ben said, if if Hertz is forced to throw the ball more than he's uh, comfortable, especially with us, with most people thinking that shoulder ain't healthy, he's gonna uh, more than likely he's gonna. Uh, Throw an interception. So if I'm going to bet that, I would bet Hurts throws one before Mahomes. Yeah, I kind of like I kind of like Hurts over. Um, I could see like him. I could see like a guy like Nick Bolton just mm-hmm. sitting in fucking coverage, dude, just fucking undercutting a a a, a slant. Mm. You know what I mean, I like I like Hurts over. I have no play on on Mahomes only because like there's not enough value on either side for me, um, because like you said, a tip pass could lead to an interception, you know, which fucking is, it hurts me because there's no way to handicap that, right? Uh, well, I guess there is a way because I'm sitting here saying it could happen, but I like the I, I like Jalen Hurts over a half an interception. All right, you know uh, what you would also like what. Oh yes! I Look would. at that thick girl. I would like I like thick girls, and I like that. Yes, Onyx. I know you've had this one before. I haven't had that one before. No, no, that one's nice. That one looks there good. We go. uh, Tardale with blackberry, black currant, and elderberry. All right, before we move on to uh, rushing, <laughs> pro- rushing, receiving props. Uh, <laughs> longest completion: Jalen Hurts over thirty-seven and a half yards. Or under 37 and a half yards. Patrick Mahomes over under 37 and a half yards. Hurts under Mahomes over. See, I kinda, I'm kind of opposite, bro. I kind of like Hurts over Mahomes under because Mahomes like picks apart defenses, especially without Tyreek Hill. Obviously, Mar- Marcus Van- Valdez Scantling's there. Yeah. But Jalen Hurts always takes shots down the field. Yes, he does. Yeah, I guess you've got a long of 38. A long, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Only playoff long of 40 to Devontae Smith. For who? For Hurts. Yeah, but I mean, like, Hurts always takes shots down the field. 
maybe not in his playoffs. And and th- like this comes back to his arm, right? But I still think he's going to take shots downfield. He's going to have to, or else that defense is going to sit on their run game. So he's going to have to try and push the ball downfield. MVS long with twenty nine for Mahomes. Um, maybe not. See, because for the Chiefs, I could see uh, McKinnon getting a fucking screen pass out of the backfield and going for like forty. But I'm not gonna put McKinnon's, money on that. On McKinnon's the, long this playoffs is only thirteen. This playoffs, but we're talking overall. Let's see. Overall, we're talking McKinnon's. Oh wow! Holy shit! Oh no, no, no. there we go. Travis Kelsey fifty-two, Juju fifty-three, Mar- uh, MVS fifty-seven, McKinnon fifty-six. Fifty-six, Watson. bro. I'm telling you, eight hey, Eagles, twenty-four DVOA against running backs in the passing game. Watson sixty-seven. Bro, I love all of McKinnon's props this, in this playoff. I'm Horses in the Super Bowl. Tell Tony, me y'all. 38. All right, let's let's move on to running backs here. So we uh Ben, you like Hurts under, Mahomes over. Mm-hmm. Or if you like Hurts over, Mahomes under. I'm with you. I like I like both too. I I'd actually probably take both over to be honest. I think both might complete a pass over to that. Um, all right, rushing In, props. Okay, and then reception props. Yeah, rushing props. We got a. Uh, hold on, let me. The fuck? The hell am I on? Okay, rush yards. Boston Scott over under seven and a half. That's my favorite over under. Really? Of this? Yep. Why? His his numbers throughout the year. Tell me that, I mean, all point to him going over here. His average on the year is 26 and a half. His average in the playoffs is, I believe, hold on, let me pull it back up. Average in the playoffs. Wait, no, sorry. Average in the playoffs is 26 and a half. Average over the year is 14 and a half. Interesting. What do you think, Irv, on that one? Uh, Boston Scott. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it probably goes over because they they all three of their running backs get carries. So over seven and a half yards. Yeah, too. seven and a half yards. If he gets yeah. two carries, so he's going to get more than seven and a half yards. Okay, Isaiah Pacheco over under forty eight and a half. Uh, if the Chiefs run the ball like they've been doing, I like the over. I like the over on Isaiah Pacheco too. Um, and if and you got to remember, the Eagles' tackling was pretty bad on McCaffrey, so it was yeah. terrible. It was awful, which is why I like McKinnon's receiving props. But uh, Pacheco rushing the ball. I mean, Eagles twenty first DVOA against the rush, dude. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm actually gonna write that one down right here. Pacheco over what was it? Forty eight and a half. Forty eight and a half. Kind of like that one. Uh, Jalen Hurts over under 50 and a half. I have this under. I think he needs to run the ball. Or he needs to throw the ball. I think that's going to knock down. Uh, the Chiefs do play hurts. a lot of man coverage, though. That's true. 
Yeah, I do like uh, – I do think that they're going to key on her, so I think they're going to keep him contained in the pocket. Yeah, they're going to have a spy on her for sure. So, yeah, I'll go under. I agree. I like the under. They're going to be shocked if it went over, though. Uh, McKinnon over under 19.5. I kind of like the under there, rushing. I have the over. You think you're going to use more as a receiving threat? Yep, especially with the injury to uh, – to Hardman, is is uh, is the safety from the uh, Eagles a hundred percent good to go? Which safety? Uh, Gardner Johnson. Mm. He's not even on the injury report. I think. So. Oh, okay, because he got a little nicked against the Niners. So all right, he must. It wasn't had to be. It wasn't serious. Then. I mean, they don't even have hurts on the injury report. We all know his shoulder's not one hundred percent. So it was a boy that got choke slam good. Is he? He not on the injury report, is he? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. All right, uh, Kenneth Gainwell over under nineteen and a half. Over, motherfucker. Over. I like the under on Kenneth MVP. Gainwell rushing. Eighteen thousand to one. I like Kenneth hey, Gainwell. One hundred eighty to one. Um, uh, Miles Sanders over under sixteen and a half. Mm, they use him more on the goal line, so I'll say under. Yep, I have him as under. Miles Sanders. Sixteen and a half is high. His averages over the year have been a lot lower than that. And uh, let's see, Sanders. Oh, okay. Sorry. Over the year in the postseason, sorry, 66. I see that they need to run to throw the ball. And okay, 74. Uh, kind of lead Sanders. I kind of lean him over. I see. I think they're going to have to throw the ball because I think they're going to be playing from behind. Bro, if they're playing from behind, this shit's gonna be fucking over quick. Then, I it's not gonna be pretty. Uh, Mahomes over eighteen and a half rushing yards. Who? Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh, that ankle's more healthy. He's gonna break the pocket. He, I'll say it over if he does run any. I don't. Yeah, I kind of. I kind of lean the over, but I'm gonna stay away from that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna bet it. I would, yeah, I would lean the over. Um, I lean the under, but all right, let's move on to uh, receiving props. AJ Brown over under seventy one and a half. Uh, over, under. I like the under too. Well, actually, for AJ Brown, I kind of like the over. Uh, they haven't been using. I mean, I know again they haven't been throwing the ball. These yeah, but the Chiefs games. are terrible against number one yeah, wideouts. Yeah, they're not good against number one wideouts. Uh, Chiefs against number one wideouts. Thirty uh, first DVOA. Oof. Yeah, but again, Hurts has to throw the ball. Goddard. I don't know how that's gonna be? So you like the under Ben? I do. Goddard over under forty eight and a half. Under. I have this is over. I think I got it over. It's gonna too. be dink and dunks. Yeah, got it over too. Um, this is one that I fucking love here. Devonte Smith over under sixty one and a half. Uh, that'll take a wild guess because outside of that catch against the Niners, he didn't do much. So I'll go under. Yeah, I like the under catch too. A bomb. I like the under as well. Yep. He only had 48 and a half yards per game. 
97 total yards and that one, you know, long catch from the Niners. I, lo- I love the under. Um, Isaiah Pacheco over under 16 and a half. Receiving? Yep. Yep. Over. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go under here. Nah, over because uh, if he runs a, a out route or a wheel route, he's going to break a tackle. Nah, I'm going to. I'm going to go under, and the reason why is because the next guy we're going to talk about, uh, Jarek McKinnon, over under 20 and a half. Oh, but you got to realize they lined Pacheco up in the slot, too. They lined McKinnon up in the slot, too. Uh, McKinnon, over under 20 and a half receiving yards. I think they both go over. I love McKinnon over 20 and a half, bro. That's one of my, that's my the best. The Eagles bet. aren't good garden running back, so that's yeah, they're they're twenty fourth. That's my best bet. Jerick McKinnon over twenty and a half reception yards. My best bet is Mahomes over two ninety five. We haven't talked about my best one for receptions yet. So, what's your best one? What of all these reception yards? Because we can go through these for for fucking hours. What what is your best reception yards bet? Uh, best reception yards bet is uh, MVS. Marquez Valdez calling over 36 yep. and a half yards. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty oh, yeah. solid, too. Damn, dude. DraftKings giving away money? Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. 61 um. yards average in these last two games. It, he's really come alive, and I don't see I don't see it taking that big of a fall. Forty and uh, averaging forty point four yards a game in the regular season. Yeah, I I mean I like Kadarius Tony over over twenty three and a half too. I think that's pretty solid. That was uh, one I didn't know about. I I literally have a question mark on my page here. So I also curious. like uh, I also like Kenneth Gainwell over one and a half receptions. So to get two receptions, basically, I like Kenneth Gainwell because <laughs> he's their best receiving back on that back. What do you field. think about? Travis Kelsey, 79 and a half yards. I'd probably go – I would lean over, but it, I I just think the – on this one. I think the uh, – damn, look at Ben being a contrarian here. I do think that the Eagles' defense is going to be keyed in on him, right? Ben, always going for Chuck. Ben, you usually do always go for Chuck. Here you are being a contrarian, though. I love it, bro. I absolutely fucking love it. Um, so I, I listened to you these last couple of games, and they—that's Billy is strong against the tight end, except I do have uh, I have Noah Gray over twelve and a half yards, which is their other tight end. So, you know, twelve and a half. I think them being on Kelsey opens up Noah Gray. Yeah, I like Noah Gray, dude. No, he's nice too. Yep. Anytime touchdown score, Noah Gray. What's his anytime touchdown score? Uh, I don't know. Let me see here. How do we get to touchdowns, bro? How do you get to touchdowns on there? I don't know. Uh, rushing attempts, largest reception, first rush, reception yards. Uh, I see every. What the fuck? It'd be under rushing and reception prompts, right? Yeah, I can tell you where it is at circuit though. Hold on one second. 
are a pro football Thailand props. Noah Gray to score a touchdown, 750, plus 750, Ben. I'll take it. At Circa. I'll Venmo you. That's a pretty good, uh, that is a pretty good prop there. Although I do think, I already took uh, McKinnon to score a touchdown. I think McKinnon is going to score a touchdown. I like his over 25 and a half reception yards. I do like Pacheco's. It's uh, because he used to be a 49er. <sighs> who? Bro, he didn't even play it down for the Niners, I don't think. Well, actually, he was a, he was a starter until he tore his, I think he had a season-ending injury. Yeah, before the season even started. Hmm? Before the season yeah, even started. No, I think he... No, he started some games because I remember yeah. he got hurt He got hurt against the Dolphins. Yeah. All right. Well, we got some good stuff on, on here. Let's go, y'all! Let's get some best bets for these props. Mahomes over on touchdowns and Mahomes over on passing yards. So, uh, Irv's going Mahomes over one and a half TD. Yep. Mahomes over 294 and a half yeah. yards. All right. Ben, what do you like? I'm going to go Mahomes over touchdowns. I think not good value, minus 220. But I'm going to go Boston Scott over on rushing yards. Um, and I'm going to go MBS over on reception yards. All right, so you're going Mahomes over one and a half TD. Boston Scott. Uh, over nine and a half. Nine and a half yards rushing. Rushing, yeah. And then what else? Uh, MBS over 36 and a half. Over six and a half. Um, MVS anytime touchdown. Look out for that too. On your own, MVS over what? 36 and a half rush. Uh, sorry, uh, reception yards. Two, six. All right. I'm sorry, Boston Scott is uh, seven and a half. Yeah. No, I, I got that. I'm going, okay. um, I'm going to go McKinnon over 20 and a half rush yards. And then I'm going Devontae Smith under 61 and a half rush yards. So McKinnon over and Devontae Smith under. Let's go. There we go. I like those. Yeah. Hey, uh, and Jordan, let me also tell you, I'm a size large uh, Trey Lance jersey. That's some bullshit. Nah, that shit. <laughs> that next day, bro. Next day. Hey, but there is still a chance because his, uh, his what is it, Fox, I think he signed. Uh, yeah, he signed said his record, he's not going to start until 2024. doesn't start until 2024, so. He's not unretiring, dude. They signed that. Uh... Did you see a, a jar of sand from the spot where he retired sold on eBay for over $90,000? Some motherfuckers are just stupid, bro. Yeah. Who knows if it was actually paid for, but. It's just stupid. It's just absolute fucking stupidity. Um, Anyways, thank you all for joining us. Make sure to go to devour.com or download the Devour app straight to your mobile mobile device. Use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. 
That's craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even have to leave your seat. We'll be back on Saturday night. I'll hopefully be back with Irv. If not, I'll be solo, maybe with a special guest, depending on on uh, circumstances outside of our control. That being said, let's have a blessed week until the Super Bowl, man. I hope you all very much enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, tap in with us on Saturday night. If you don't, we'll be back on Sunday night after the Super Bowl. We, we'll, we will be recapping it, kind of looking ahead to the next year. Um, so let's get this money, baby. There's a lot of money to be had. Let's get it. Let's win. Oh, yeah. Derek Carr to the Saints. Derek Carr to the Saints, baby. Appreciate y'all. Saints will suck again. Love y'all. Have a blessed Wednesday. Let's go.